previously on the Star Wars. I don't think I should train Anakin. <laughs> the worst that could happen, what would be? Okay. I can date you. You're a se- you're a senator? I can date you. <laughs> One of us is a senator. Oh, go on. Okay. We've managed to fool everyone into fi fighting a dumb war for no reason. Okay, what now? Don't worry about it. Okay. After this one, I'm gonna make all the movies I really want to make. Howard the Duck 2 through 5. Not in that order, though. And now, to the conclusion of the Star Wars. <laughs> Jedi, just watch yourself. Don't fucking tent us. Come on, we'll do it. You're Jedi. Are you Jedi? Uh, no. Got, I hope so. You've got those squid things. I'm just, yeah. I'm just a squid guy. Oh, if not, this is going to be really awkward. <laughs> I'm so sorry about executing Order 66 on you. <laughs> Apparently that's not a good defense in court. <laughs> oh, I'm Paul Absolute. I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> Speaking of which, Rise of the Skywalker is nearly here. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Will it fix all of the problems of The Last Jedi? Problems like bold storytelling, exciting character developments, and playful use of the Star Wars lore? Time will tell. <laughs> we have faith, JJ. <laughs> Come on, man. Step one, first five minutes, all the Asian black and female characters dead. Fed to the Sarlacc. <laughs> Eaten literally by Emperor Palpatine, who is a robot, <laughs> and who confirms that... Um, whatever his name was. Fuck, what was his name? The big bad of um, the last two. Snoke. Snoke, that Snoke was Darth Plagueis and Obi-Wan yep. Kenobi's daughter. Yeah. Well, Rey's actually Luke Skywalker. We can all rest, <laughs> rest assured. She was a clone. <gasps> clone Wars. Oh, fuck. The title stays in the family and uh, <laughs> we can all rest assured that no one else would ever have a chance of being great. <laughs> no one. Only this particular bloodline. God save the Jedi. Uh, meanwhile, the Pauls are going to dive back into the mid-noughties to discuss the last time this saga came to a climactic climax. It's George <laughs> Lucas's 2005 movie, Star Wars Part 6, Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Every single Jedi is now an enemy of the Republic. Do what must be done. Do not hesitate. Show no mercy. Who could have done this? Twisted by the dark side, young Skywalker has become. I feel so helpless. Star Wars. <laughs> Come watch a Star Wars. <laughs> God, the film was received by critics like a good Star Wars movie for some reason. Mm. Uh, it has the highest Rotten Tomato score of all the prequels with a massive 80%. Jesus. How does that compare to The Last Jedi? <laughs> I think Jedi's in the 90s. Don't worry, the okay, critics good. knew what was up. Rightly so. Uh, Craig Oufier at the Orange County Register. He's the register there. It's um, <laughs> he just works on the tills, but uh, he's a borrower living in the Orange County Register. <laughs> Hello, 
come here, my film criticism. Uh, he said uh, from his little drawer. <laughs> Say what you want about Lucas's one-take directing style, his over-reliance on blue screens, or his cheesy tendency to reference himself, but his imagination is as fertile <laughs> as ever. He can still get hard. <laughs> as fertile as a hard, drought-ridden ground. <laughs> Mowed by Russian peasants, desperately eating <laughs> potatoes with their hand. It's Bellatar's George Lucas's imagination. <laughs> Fucking hell. Say say what you want about his shoddy <laughs> filmmaking, his poor dialogue writing, his his, <laughs> his boring film limp dicked state uh, stage <laughs> setting and cinematography. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> say what you like, but you can't say it's bad. But otherwise you can say what you like. <laughs> Fuck this. The actual Yoda of film criticism, Joe Morgenstern <laughs> at the Wall Street Journal says, mm. he earns that part of his name, Joe fucking Morgenstern. <laughs> he says, episode three mainly is what it is. That's true. <laughs> uh, the climax of a sometimes grand adventure that's more than the sum of its parts, yet much less than it might have been. Mournful Morgenstern there. That feels like an utterly meaningless review full of nonsense <laughs> sentences. It sounds, that's as bad as there are heroes on both sides, evil is everywhere. <laughs> Maybe that's well, what he was going see, for. Well, you can see how he found a kinsman then. <laughs> oh, God. To put that 80% in context, I have a lovely quote from Rachel Wagner at rachelreviews.net. She's not even that Rachel. Oh. She's not the Rachel there. She's just another writer. <coughs> Coincidence. He'll do. Um, she says in her Rotten Tomatoes rated fresh review, I found it more entertaining than Phantom Menace or Attack of the Clones. Okay. So, yeah, the 60% this movie has on Metacritic does make a bit more sense. Yes. The public, on the other hand, fucking loved this one, including me when I was a boy. Scum. Loved it. Me too. Scum. Yeah, me too. Scum. (laughs) Other people who loved it include such pricks as Mathematics and Science Rocks on Amazon, who says in a review titled The Last of the Best Star Wars, (laughs) a flawed masterpiece. It has got better with age. With the new Disney movies, you appreciate this one as Lucas tried to do something fresh with the universe. It didn't succeed, but you appreciate the epic story arc he was trying to tell. Appreciate the effort, George. Oh, no, it didn't succeed. It was bad and boring and dull and awful and I hate it, but at least he did that. Yeah, at Unlike least there were Korean women in this one. <laughs> Thank God. I hate Imagine that in my fantasies. Trying to do that. God. Oh. Make, what, how's the justification? What, there's meant to be a South Korea in space, is there? Doesn't make any sense. As, as we all know, it's Scotland, England, Canada. <laughs> and and Russia, Zealand, apparently, then. according to voice actor for General Grievous. Napoleon IV, writing for Amazon. He's not, not living up to his <laughs> granddad's name there. <laughs> Despite the negative fe- fan feedback, I liked this movie. It makes sense in the greater context of all the Star Wars movies. Fucking imagine going to see this one on its own. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard about Star Wars. Let's uh, yeah, see what this is all about, shall we? It does start with a war in space. Yeah, it does. You can't argue with it. It delivers on what it says on the tin. Now, the movie made a lot of money. Mm. But to Lucas's credit, he did leave it there and got back to ruining the original trilogy. <laughs> His life's work. Thanks, jo- Jorge Lucas. Thanks, George. Now, we have so many Threemen because this is the third part of a trilogy where a lot of the same people kept coming back. Oh, um, Christ, if only we had a text scroll to we- take advantage of. <laughs> We have some Lucases. We have Amanda Lucas and um, Katie Lucas. Uh, we have some Star Wars regulars, such as Anthony Daniels, um, well, you know, Kenny Baker, that kind of thing. And of course, we have some familiar faces from the trilogy, such as Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen, Ian McDermott, uh, Natalie Portman, who's actually a foreman because of Song to Song, and uh. Samuel, uh, Samuel Jackson, because uh, who's a foreman because of Glass. Other people include 
Frank Oz, sorry, oh Yoda, yeah, you'd expect that. Mm. Uh, Matthew Wood, who I think is a voice actor. Mike Sava, these are all people who brought you some of the racist accents. Olivia Ford Davis, and Silas Carson. So thanks, all of you, for your combined efforts. Oh, free to a man, free in a bush, free. For your fantastic work and for really just taking the brunt of it uh, from George. <laughs> from Jorge. So poor you, Sith Lord. <laughs> What's one thing about this franchise I've written, but I think I mean movie, that made you wish you had unlimited power? It does help to see this in the context of the franchise. It actually definitely. does. I think um, you're fine. Look, Under those parameters, fucking great film. Yeah, in that context, just wow, guys. <laughs> um, look, it, it does start with an actual space, space battle, which yeah. is nice considering nice, what we've actually. been through yeah but i say actual space battle it's this is fiction this is a this is a fictitious story it's fi- <laughs> wait what it's not an actual yeah. space battle like it oh. happened in space but not in space do you, you know what i mean listeners at home do you know what i mean <laughs> it happened in the, the inner space of jorge lucas yeah exactly that's exactly what i mean actually thank you for getting that <laughs> Um, well, it starts actually with a text crawl, and it's oh, war! Yeah. War! And in spite of using words like Senate and Separatist, it's actually probably the best of the prequel crawls. There's nothing about taxes or votes of no confidence. True. They've, they've concentrated this time on introducing characters that have never been mentioned before. <laughs> Heroes on both sides, like General Grievous. <laughs> Remember, Remember him, him? kids? <laughs> Remember that action figure? He's actually <laughs> in the background of one of the scenes with the racist Chinese aliens in the Phantom <laughs> Oh god. Watch him spin. Watch him well, spin his swords. Look, Lucas realizes that the first two of these should probably have bonded Obi-Wan and Anakin in some way, in some sort of positive <laughs> context. So in order to make up for that, he puts a short adventure movie at the beginning of this boring political drama. Yep. And uh oh god it works, because look, R2D2's there. R2D2's well, he's not there. there. Well he's um, he's on a ship at first. And yeah. droids attack. Yeah. And Obi-Wan Kenobi gets on the radio to say, R2, hit the center eye. Wait, uh, shouldn't shouldn't I be the one who knows about droids? I used to make them, and I actually said the line "hit the hit the node" like in the first in the first movie. Mm. Look, we're nearly there, okay? Just relax. <laughs> Fuck it, you know. Just f- I've tried not to break character once in this movie, but <laughs> honestly, <laughs> fuck it. Just get on with it, son. <laughs> so they're attacking. He's not even there. He's like, waving his hand in f- through the CGI, the hologram of R two D two. Hey, stop doing that. Not even the real. <laughs> stop raising attention to the artifice of cinema. Um. <laughs> but look, luckily the droids have stuck the thing that powers the hangar bay shields outside of the fucking shields. So they just shoot it and the shield yeah. goes down. And they're able to get into the big ship where apparently Grievous has kidnapped Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, sure. Or whatever. Well, Dooku, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Dooku's they mo- here. Dooku's here? Well, they mow through some droids who really are just no fucking threat whatsoever. Just... Oh, it. but they're so funny though, Paul. They've all got personalities and they go, <laughs> they go and ah, don't kill me. Yeah, I have droid kids. <laughs> I have children. Please. So, yeah, they, they're in the elevator and it stops. And he says, "Um, did you stop the elevator? No, did you? I fucking asked you. Look, calm down, <laughs> all right? We're nearly there. R two oh. fuck hacks the elevator in order to get the best, yeah. the next, get the Jedi's to the next set piece, and then he burns two droids alive." Because he's a cold yeah. motherfucker, just like George Lucas wanted yeah. him to be. Was... <laughs> I think All he along. Should... I think he should be a, a fucking cold-hearted killer. Who are you looking at, George? I can't tell. <laughs> Everyone. Me. <laughs> I'm a nightmare vision of the future. Um, <laughs> an old man, a very, very old man does a flip because of the force, I guess. <laughs> it's um, Count Dooku, and he fights the two Jedis. And um, he, he, he lands a sort of fucking 
shelf thing onto Obi-Wan, definitely breaking, smashing to pieces his legs. Undeniably. Mm, mm. It, lands, mm. it lands right on... Oh, he's got force powers. Well, it's, it's, it's lucky that it's not a real um, a real bit of rock that falls, <laughs> yeah. falls on him. It's because, just a uh, piece of nonsense. It's a bit of Lucas's face imaginings. It's a bit of Lucas art, and uh, <laughs> as we all know, this is founded mostly on dreams. It's a bit of Monkey Island. Um, and Anakin... Yeah. Well, Anakin yes, kills after Count Dooku. Says, Do it, which cheers me up a bit. <laughs> Do it. I go, oh, yeah, that's what that's wrong. <laughs> and, and Anakin goes, oh, I shouldn't. And go, uh, but then he goes, oh, okay. <laughs> Kill him. Um, was this part of the plan? Yes. Yes, it is. Definitely. <laughs> remember, it's, remember part, part three, Anakin kills you. Um, They're all trying to kill me. I don't. Okay. I, you know what? I might not have looked through the whole. Oh! That's, that's Dooku dead forever. I sneezed. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! We're in trouble now, though, because there are more droids. <laughs> how are they? How are they going to get out? <laughs> oh, they easily. Just... Anakin. Yeah. carries you and McGregor out, <laughs> fending off the droids. Yeah. They get and everything's okay. Yeah. They kill every droid except the most important one, who legs it. Great for later, Japes. <laughs> They land the fucking ship they're in, which splits in half as they pull in, and you don't find out about that other half again. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't land on Coruscant. That weird, fat, Scottish dino alien is just finishing his shift. Well, what do you know? <laughs> you can only you can only hope in um, Disney <laughs> Disney Plus's hope? next spin-off, The Bit of the Ship. <laughs> the, directed by Ryan Johnson, he got a new chance. <laughs> fucking hell. Well, look, the 20-minute... The ship's just Brad Dourif's face. <laughs> The twenty-minute actioning action opener is finally done, so now we can set in for two hours of bland chamber piece, <laughs> just like Lucas planned it. But what a chamber! Thank God he's made the Star Wars that he finally wanted. Thank God, without those so, meddling kids. So, oh Christ! What happens in the next well, two hours of this film? Obi Wan says, "I'm not brave enough for politics. I'm going to go off and hang out with the Jedi Council, who I guess are generals in this war." I guess. Look, they kill people directly with their lightsabers and are therefore the heroes of this story. The Senate just orders people to kill and are therefore bad. Mm -hmm. Good guys do their own killing. So Mm -hmm. he flies off to be with them, leaving Mace Windu behind and he's like, hey, can I get a lift? I'm definitely (laughs) also going there. (laughs) Hey! Racist. (laughs) I think that says a lot more about you. (laughs) Padme's pregnant? Um, Yeah. She covertly... She's got the Princess Leia hair because all princesses have this hair. (laughs) She's going to inherit that. It's genetic. She covertly tells um, Anakin this just five feet away from every character in the film. <laughs> it's a painfully awkward romance scene in which I just wondered, does Anakin have any other clothes? But yeah, who am I to judge? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a great one to judge. He's a, but he's a Jedi. Yeah. He's, no, it. he's yeah. only allowed it's those It's his clothes. costume. He's got to. It's his uniform. They occasionally walk around spaceships and with their hoods up. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> because of uh, all the to sand. To protect them from all the space sand. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, Mace Windu says to him, you're in the council, but you are not a Jedi Master. Why? Calm down, Anakin! You're a loose cannon! <laughs> Sit the fuck down! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, this is well this is well plied. <laughs> um, um, well, so... at that point, Yoda gets onto a, a thing with, like, a general who says, uh, we can't find Grievous in the inner systems. Hmm. Uh, the outer <laughs> systems you must try. Okay. Any, any of them in particular? Hmm. The outerist? <laughs> outerist ones? Great, thanks. Anything else? A better attitude you might find. Well, there's a lot of fucking outer <laughs> systems, okay? I feel like you could be more helpful. <laughs> Too many questions you ask. <laughs> Demotion you want. <laughs> Weekend plans I hope you did not have. <laughs> Fine, I will check all of the outer systems. So Anakin goes to dinner with Palpatine because they're getting closer. Yeah. And he's like, no um, hey, 
And Palpatine tells him this legend of the Sith. Hey, how did how did you know this really old Sith legend that apparently even Jedi aren't allowed to find out? Well, I read it in Cosmos magazine. Thank you. Didn't. <laughs> uh, can I learn this power? I mean, you heard the bit where I said that he failed and was murdered, right? Yeah, but I think I, I'm I, different. Probably... Yeah, I'm Hayden I'm Christensen. Me. I'm Hayden Christensen. <laughs> I was going to say Yoda goes to the Wookiee planet where the Wookiees mm. charge into combat with some sticks that they have. It, it goes very well. <laughs> it goes exactly as well as you'd hope. <laughs> um, Obi-Wan meets some clone troopers in a hangar, and it yeah. is weird that they're all the same dude. Aquaman's dad. Yeah. Hey, Bill. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not Bill. I'm Pill. <laughs> I thought the shouldn't have, shouldn't thought... have named us like this. <laughs> What's that, Will? Nothing, nothing. Leave me alone, Bill. 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 Just keeps getting the older they get. I'm fourth generation. Fucking hell. So yeah, he flies. He flies to a planet full of thespians. Greetings, young Jedi. What brings you to our remote sanctuary? <laughs> they try to warn him that there's um. They are here. They are on the fourth level. You could catch them if you try. Do you have any warriors? Uh, we have Julian. Brothers, hold <laughs> forth the rampart. Actually, you know what? It's fine. Um, you go with Julian. I'll get some clone trippers to back you guys up. Meanwhile, have you got an animal that goes whoop so I can, <laughs> so I can chase? Child's toy, General Grievous. I need to be subtle here, so please get me a giant honking lizard. <laughs> he sneaks in with his massive lizard, and Grievous does a cool spinning lightsaber thing, but then slows down when he actually gets into combat, like a 90s video game coming out of an FMV. Well, yeah. well it's because he's been trained in the Jedi arts, pool. He's been trained Ooh. in the Jedi arts. So watch me just do what a fucking blender can do if you could attach two lightsabers to it. (laughs) I love the idea that Count Dooku trained him to do this. Just just (laughs) hold it aloft and do this awesome kind of flip thing with with two of your four arms like this. (laughs) How are you demonstrating this? (laughs) The force, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I kept the really awesome tricks for myself. So (laughs) suck my lightsaber. Get it like a penis. (laughs) Oh god, I wish he wasn't treat- teaching me smack talk as well. <laughs> Your mother is a bitch. It's wrong when Christopher Lee does it. <laughs> so, this seems like a good time to cut away from this epic space battle so we can hear some stuff we already know. Yeah, brilliant. Pal- Palpatine says to Anakin, don't be so dogmatic, Anakin. And Anakin's like, I fucking love dogma. You're the Sith. You're the Sith Lord. <laughs> and this is actually him being the good guy. <laughs> you yeah. should broaden your horizons, says the definite villain of this film. <laughs> Look, never try and understand people different from you, kids. <laughs> He goes, uh, Nano Anakin, all who have power fear to lose it. Even you? No. <laughs> Why? Why'd you ask? That's different. You're not going to take away my power, are you? Uh, no. Just, just, just chant. Don't. Anyway, Wait. Jedi are evil. Wait, you're a Sith. <laughs> I am. Oh, I'm going to get you then. <laughs> are you? Oh, oh, I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> Fuck, I didn't, Fuck, I didn't expect you to call me on it. <sighs> well, I guess I've got some thinking to do, and he goes off to do that. Um, meanwhile, Obi-Wan kills du- uh, Dooku. He kills... Fucking Grievous, Grievous with a blaster. And then... Already? Oh, only oh. after a 10 minute lizard whooping chase. <laughs> we he, wanted he, more. He throws the blaster away, saying, So uncivilized. Oh, yeah, blaster really lacks the tradition and honor of a fucking laser sword. <laughs> like yeah, the granddaddy. You can't, you can't do any cool flips with this. <laughs> Watch. 
Yeah, that was kind of disappointing. Fuck, fucking love lightsabers. <laughs> They're the tits. So, yeah, he goes and tells... Anakin goes and tells Mace Windu, who shows up, and Palpatine starts twirling through the air because of the Force. <laughs> it doesn't look ridiculous, guys, honest. He must stand trial, says Samuel L. Jackson. He must die, he says immediately after. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect him to kill some of the people I'm with. Look at him. Look at Blave. I loved Blave, and now he's dead. I've got to kill this prick. Flog! <laughs> you can't just kill him like I did Dooku. I need this, hedi- this hideous toad man. Let's just get out of the way. So, Hey, kids. Ever wondered how Palpatine got so gross? I know you did. This, this is how. I know you feel better. His- he gets his face fucked up by lightning and becomes hilarious. <laughs> Come, my apprentice. Learn to use the dark side of the Force. I will do whatever you ask. Good. <laughs> A new power is rising. Anakin, I am the good one. <laughs> we will bring peace to the galaxy. <laughs> you can start by killing the children. <laughs> yeah, so you're on board now with killing all of the Jedi, including, like, kids, right? Sure, in for a penny. Sure, for Padme. I mean, I, I pushed Samuel Jackson out of fucking window. I might as well kill a bunch of kids. <laughs> might as well. You can't really go back from that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Anakin goes and kills all of the child actors. How's Obi-Wan going to get all his hot tips now? <laughs> I'm just stumped on this case. <laughs> oh, God. Well, he knew the secret to his strength. Um, and yes, they execute all that thick, thick sucks. And um, yeah, all, all the, the Jedis are bested by, no. by guns. Yeah, by worthless old blasters <laughs> that they were easily defeating before. Yeah. Um, but this time, they didn't know about it because... Uh... Yeah. Um, there's a bit where Anakin goes back to see Padme and 3PO says to R2-D2, um, he does seem very stressed lately. And R2 is just like, dude, he killed so many fucking kids. No, I don't, I don't <laughs> care because I'm a, so- I'm actually a sociopath who just goes along with whatever. And I just happen to be on the side of good guys. But you know, he did kill a whole bunch of kids. Oh yes, I could do with a tune up as well. I fucking wish you could understand me. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> I know you pretend to, but I really wish you actually just knew what I was fucking saying half the time. <laughs> oh yes, that's quite illogical, I2D2. <laughs> fucking waste of a waste of metal. Like, I'm happy to t- I'm happy to tell you this, because I don't give a fuck. But <laughs> I don't give a fuck uh, about any don't, of this. Don't go to Jedi school anymore. <laughs> just don't do it, mate. Or at least give him a week to clean it out. Anyway, this Yeah. Yeah, and then Anakin flies to fucking Mustafa to murder um all of the minor characters from the previous movies. The yeah. separatist leaders. <laughs> the offensive Asian stereotypes are just there. This is not the deal we made with the sinister wood robed figure. <laughs> Oh no! John Le- John Leguizamo <laughs> fucking bounces off. <laughs> I thought we this... could trust him. What was the accent you gave them in our episode? What, you think you gave them West Country? No, it was Scouse. That's it. You made them all Scouse. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh fucking hey. hell! Hey. Yeah, we get we get Yoda. Well, I don't even remember what it is that they're doing when he says, for the clones to discover the recalibration, a long time it will take. And I just fucking oh, die. Christ. I just fucking this is, die. Is, is this the same scene as when yep. they go into, um, Obi-Wan decides to check, the, he's going to check the security recordings. And, uh, <laughs> he says. And, and Yoda responds with, if into the security recordings you go, only pain you will find. If into the security recordings you go, only pain will you find. 
that's as good as the film's going to get for me. Yeah. Obi-Wan then checks in with, um, having seen a recording of um, the kids getting killed by Anakin, he goes to see Padme, and it's just like, look, have you noticed Anakin being scary and weird recently? And she's like, no. <laughs> okay. Well, look, I'm going to believe you this time, and I'm tell you what, I'm going to go. Uh, which which ship is yours again? Uh, it's, it's the big silver shiny one that I've been I've had for like two movies. Okay, great. Anyway, I'm off. Bye. You want to see me again? <laughs> wait, wait. I I forgot. I forgot Padme. He he killed the younglings. <laughs> killed all the lung, younglings. The lunglings. You're weird, the lunglings. The lunglings. <laughs> I hate the lunglings. <laughs> oh fuck! I just dribbled down my chin. Um. <laughs> that's that's what a the... Silent Hill Five. <laughs> lunglings. Rise of the lunglings. <laughs> So Ugh. she she flies straight to um, Anakin, obviously, and he's like, "Um, why don't you trust me anymore? Is it because of Obi Wan? No. Did somebody say Obi Wan? <laughs> Seems like a good time for me to make my entrance. <laughs> oh, so you did fucking come with Obi? I didn't know he was there. He snuck onto <laughs> he the ship. Does. He does that all the time. <laughs> so gonna... Sorry for being fooled by a Jedi. <laughs> I'm gonna all choke right. you a bit. Don't do that. All right. Oh, what are you doing? You're gonna kill her. No, no, it's fine. This actually isn't gonna kill her. <laughs> we do this all the time in bed. Don't worry. Yeah, it's just uh... as nice as it would be to think that this would be the thing to kill her. We've got a way better reason <laughs> to just wait. As sensible um... as it would be for Anakin to just choke choke her to death. No, no. But anyway, they both they Fuck both me. deal in absolutes for a bit, and then they fight for about twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, kids. Ever wondered how Anakin went bald and burnt and had no legs? <laughs> Voila. Oh, look, don't worry. The fight will be broken up by some dumb shit with Yoda and Palpatine awkwardly falling over a chair and awkwardly Christ. falling over some dialogue. I know the pieces fit. <laughs> watch fall away. God almighty. Paul, remember in The Last Jedi, that bit where Luke panics for just a moment and tries to kill Ben? And even though mm. it's just a moment, it completely ruins everything? Yeah. Well, 15 minutes into this fight... <laughs> <laughs> They try to have a bit of a heart-to-heart because maybe we shouldn't be killing each other. Uh, a few more, a couple more absolutes later, Anakin is left burning to death whilst Obi-Wan tells him how much he loves him. <laughs> Let's just leave him to it, I think. <laughs> ah! You are my brother! Fucking hell. Oh, Christ. Oh. A ro- an awkward robot scoops some babies out of Padme with its awkward ice cream scoop hands, which is probably actually what killed her, thinking about it. <laughs> But, the, um, the robot did say that uh, she just what, what what's the actual the life? It's not I, broken heart, it... but it's medically she's completely healthy. For reasons we can't explain, we are losing her. She's dying. We don't know why. She has lost the will to live. No, it, she does die of a broken heart after she quickly folds some handkerchiefs in a memorable way, I guess. <laughs> Because, so Leia can remember that later. Ah, anyway. She names the kids in front because ever wondered how they got their names, kids? (laughs) Luke and Leia. The droids end up in the ownership of uh, Jimmy Schmitz, who tells his underling, um, Captain Antilles, to wipe the protocol droid's mind. Why just him? Why not R2 as well? Look, we're nearly there. Just fucking... Yeah. Just... I've got to do so much other shit. I've got to get Yoda, Yoda into a swamp. I think I have to set up young Han Solo. I'm not sure if they cut that or not. I've got a lot of shit to do, man. Just get on with it, please. Just wipe the protocol droid's mind. Oh, dear. Um, a CGI Peter Cushing wanders yeah. off. I'm glad we didn't focus on him too much. Yeah, props Imagine to George for not doing, not really drawing attention to that. <laughs> God. Luke gets given to Joel Edgerton, where he's bound to be safe. <laughs> he couldn't even keep fucking Shmi alive. <laughs> Shmi Skywalker got raped to death shortly after Anakin left. But no, he's the best one to look after the only hope of the galaxy. Fucking hell. And that's that's a Star War. 
That's and that and that was a Star Wars. <laughs> So it's boring. Right. It's boring and a mess. It's boring a and fucking yeah. bollocksy mess. It's too long, but it's not actually the yeah. case that you need to cut stuff out to make it better. Yeah. Because it has everything yeah. that you need to tell this story well in the wrong order, but it's all there. It's just that Lucas yeah. doesn't know how to make this compelling. He doesn't know how to make yeah. subtle power shifts and character-driven, dialogue-driven stories compelling. No. You look at most of Game of Thrones... You know, almost all of it is characters talking about plans and betrayal and such and just having moments. But because it has fantastic characters and it allows them to drive the story, it's the best television ever written for most of it. It's not easy. And I think Revenge of the Sith is a great monument to how not easy that is. Yeah, fuck. Because you have to... You have to give these characters credit for not being absolute fucking morons. But the fact <laughs> is that the, the the plot is so basic and the, yeah. the supposed trickery well, employed, by, employed by Palpatine is so basic that the only way for Anakin to go along with this is to be an actual fucking idiot. He has no motive is the problem. He, apparently, there was a version of the script where Anakin had a few different motives, including fear that the yeah. Jedi were taking over. But they just make it that he's afraid of, Pal- of Padme dying. And so oh, that could have been conflicting, wouldn't it? And so they decide, oh, she he'll kill literally the entire world. He's Jamie Lannister now. You know, fuck everyone who isn't me and Padme. I'll kill them all. <clears throat> you know, <coughs> just in order to get the sweet secrets to keeping Padme alive. And it's just not yeah. enough, I feel. You need a couple more yeah. reasons for him to burn that city to the ground. <laughs> yeah, you, you you need at least one actually. <laughs> um and and then on top of that, you know, Palpatine himself is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, he's just, uh, just. I mean, he's hilarious. Circus of a man. I enjoyed him. He's he's but... he's a guffawing buffoon. Yeah. He's. Hey, 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 <laughs> no. You know. no. 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 You are I love it. Dead power. <laughs> it's it's fun. It, it is fun. It is campy, and maybe if the whole movie was campy, it could be a little more enjoyable. But I mean, a big part of it is, and we've said this so often, but it's there's no actual sets. It's all shot against green screen and it looks it's like awful. it. It it looks completely flat and dull. I thought about this early on actually. There's a scene where Grievous is getting away and it could have looked so yeah. cool because he's oh, no. this robot man yeah. and he's cloaked and yeah. hooded and he needs to scowl yeah. and march his way across the outside of a spaceship whilst there's a battle going waging on around him and then sort of lower yeah. himself into a pod and get away. And it's just so flat. It's literally just mm. show that that is happening. There's no mood or emotion yeah. or judgment on this being a good or bad thing. You just see that it's happening. And yeah. that's most of this There's, movie. It's just so many scenes with terrible tracking shots. Conversations of like, just conversations between people walking slowly around a room. Yeah. The, 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 the multiple chats between Anakin and Palpatine in that red room. Ugh. It's just one of the worst, some of the worst directed pieces of cinema yeah. I've ever seen. Because like, half of it's blocked by CGI. You can't even, you don't have, you can undo <laughs> that with CGI. You, you can, can just unblock the button. characters. But they're from, filmed, from a, filmed from a distance, walking yeah. behind things. And the, the, the dialogue is god-awful. The directing and cinematography yeah, is non-existent. Bland. Very bland. And, and, one of the things I thought about yeah. often is how weightless the lightsabers are. In the new movies, whenever someone turns on a yeah. lightsaber, it's this sort of cacophonous <laughs> sort of thing. And the lightsaber feels yeah. like it, the, it's ending reality around it as it moves. And every single swing of it yeah. could take your life. Yeah. In this, they just they first get them out when they're f- jumping out of the ship. There's no, c- there's no ceremony. 
You know, there's no, there's nothing special about it. They just yeah. whip them out like they would anything and, you know, start twirling them around and droids start falling apart around them. Almost as if they just said, look, just swing them anywhere and we'll animate droids later into it. There's no purpose. Yeah. It's all unmotivated. Yeah, exactly. It just feels like nothing. You brought this up, I think, in either Attack of the Clones or Phantom Menace. The problem with having the fancy, highly, like, tightly choreographed mm. lightsaber battles is it just doesn't channel emotion. It doesn't communicate anything that you, yeah. you need it to communicate. So you can have a character going, no! And then, but yeah, and then just <laughs> doing yeah, an incredibly like delicate. And I found that with the the final fight yeah. between Obi Wan and Anakin, you know, where the music kicks in, and it's just yeah. so dull. And I know Steven Spielberg actually came in to yeah. do some previs on this, but it's definitely Crystal Skull era Spielberg doing some of the work here because it's very oh, uninspired. God, yeah. And I, I, another thing is. I really There's... hate the way that Lucas can only portray strength in one way. If a character has the force and is strong, mm. then they can do backflips, they can twirl through the air, they can kill literally anyone they want with a lightsaber. Yeah. He has no consideration yeah. for other more subtle shows of strength. And the result is that you have ridiculous yeah. scenes of old men backflipping around with these tiny monster dudes. Oh, There's no way of like Yoda being strong with the force, but not an acrobat. You know, remember in Last Jedi where he yeah. just like waves his hand a bit and a bolt of lightning hits the Jedi tree and it's just it's effortless yeah. and really cool. And you get the sense, wow, he could probably do anything, but he's wise enough not to. And he's mysterious and beguiling exactly. and exciting as a result. There can't just be a one size fits all thing. But yeah, of just it's... good with the force or bad with the force, you know, and everyone is good with the force. Yeah, it just smacks of the way George Lucas has approached this whole thing. Like yeah. we've been through the, the Jedi uniforms, the yeah. fucking the princess hair. Yeah. And, and just... Everything is just, it's its binary. It's just, it's one way or the other. Yeah. There's no... And people saying that these movies are unimaginative, or that the new movies are unimaginative because they borrow the iconography of the original trilogy, yeah. are overlooking the fact that that is skin deep. It's telling yeah. a far more ambitious, deconstructive, and just interesting story than this sequel is, than this prequel trilogy yeah. is. You know, even though, oh, there's a lava planet and we haven't seen one of those before... Yeah, but it's just telling the most arbitrary story of a downfall that you could imagine. Yeah. I guess I, I have one last thought before quick firing, and that is just that what a fucking nightmare this must have been for Will John Williams to score. You've got, mm. okay, we've got Dark Anakin is killing separatists. We need a theme for that. Oh, wait, okay, we've cut to Yoda kicking ass sort of hero music. Mm. Oh, now it's the big Senate scene with a sinister speech. Okay, fine, I'll do that. Oh, oh okay. Now it's Obi-Wan and Yoda discovering dead children. Right. Music mm. for that. Oh, back to Anakin's murder spree. Okay. Um, oh, and now we're back in the Senate, and now Padme's being sad. It's a fucking madhouse. You could literally put in record scratches to indicate God. the tonal shift. <laughs> <laughs> there is um, dead, dead kids, and I th and, I, and I think there is no memorable piece of music in here that wasn't already used in one of the earlier movies. Yeah, there's... you know, I think Jewel of the Fates is the most memorable, but obviously that's Phantom Menace. But the featured song yeah. of this one was Anakin versus Obi Wan, which I think is. That da 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 Okay. Yeah, it's it's no love theme. There's not really a good one in this one. Everything everything feels phone either phoned in or just woefully aggressively yeah. misguided. It's it's odd though because this was the one that people were positive about that I was positive about. Me too. I remember yeah. thinking this is the good one, and yet it is just but... really dull. It's it's strange. Maybe we had this different expectation. It is fairly dark at least. It ends in a depressing place i think it's it's probably just the um what's what's the word the relief the, the something of low expectations <laughs> yeah exactly you know, but also the relief um, that the prequel trilogy was over i think 
Was it? Yeah, I think so. It's not a great movie. It is a sixty percent movie. I think if that, you know. God, I would, I would, I would go lower than that. Mm. I'd say this is a terrible film, Paul. Yeah. Well, how are you ranking the prequel trilogy? I don't think Revenge of the Sith is the best of the three. Which is the best? Because we really. Phantom Menace. Okay, interesting. That's. Mm. I mean, it's the one that feels the most like an adventure movie. I guess this is meant to be the sort of angsty, grown-up Star Wars, but. The smart political yeah, movie. It's, yeah, it's, it's just... And it's not. It's really not. It's very basic. It's very surface level. And it just doesn't yeah. really get into any of this. Yeah. Any of the real consequences. You're so beautiful. <laughs> it's only because I'm so in love. <laughs> no, it's because I'm so in love with you. So love has blinded you? That's not exactly <laughs> what I meant. You're probably right. Oh, oh, fuck. Love won't save you, Padme. Only my new powers can do that. Ugh. <laughs> oh. Great. Not written by a, a, a real man. <laughs> oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry to be so so. Yeah, it feels in, bad. Aggressive and insulting about it. I don't. I try to be positive, but this is a bad movie, and <laughs> there is no. Just evidently, it's not better than the new Star Wars. No, movies. that much we can say is definitely true. Whether or not it's the best of the prequel trilogy is another <laughs> sort of dark discussion to be had. But. I, I would agree that really they're much of a muchness as far as I'm concerned. Mm. In terms of maturing themes, I don't see it. it this does just feel like the mm. one arc of movies. A fairly dull, yeah. definitely, you know, motivated by passion, but misguided trilogy yeah. of films. But Jesus. having said that, as usual, there are good things. Let's, uh, let's quick fire. Quick fire. Quick fire. Quick fire, pia pia pia! It opens with an actual space ba- space battle. Yes, I liked the space battle. It was um, and yeah. I know that it's an artificial camera, and yet the way that they've designed the, its movement is fairly compelling. And you mm. know the art of the whole thing of just this huge sort of panorama of little ships moving around. It's 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 in there. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, and for you know. For Revenge of the Sith is yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it is an interesting color palette, and because nothing is trying to be real, everything looks kind of real. Yeah. I like Grievous when he's just like this coughing old wheezy droid. <laughs> I like that. I like the sort right. of idea of this hunkering kind of old creepy droid. Then he speaks in a weird Russian accent and then suddenly he's got four arms and he can run about and crawl about like a spider and it's like, mm. well, why were you doing the whole hunched over and coughing thing then? Was that just to fuck with people? Uh, that's just George Lucas going, this will be fun. This will be fun for the toys. This is gonna be. Kids are gonna fucking love this dude. I've run it past no one and I'm pretty confident <laughs> this is gonna be great. I've run it past um, Jorge Lucas and he thinks <laughs> that, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Thanks. Thanks, me in the mirror. <laughs> was it Russian? I just thought it was some wheezy... It was meant to be Russian, I've read. Like, Christopher Lee-esque thing. <laughs> no, I've read that it's really? meant... It, you can imagine it as sort of a Zoya-esque, but for a droid thing. <laughs> that wasn't much of a rescue. Anakin Skywalker. I was expecting someone with your reputation to be a little older. You Jedi weapons. In back in Soviet Russia, droids are trapped inside of you. When and when they crash the space the spaceships, when they crash their like fighter jets into the, the hangar, mm. and Anakin leaps out the spaceship and he takes out a couple of droids. That looked quite cool because he kind of he uses the momentum of the mm. the carrier to crush into them. Yeah, and he leaps out and it and I think it happens quickly enough 
to hide the fact that it's all CGI nonsense. I, I never noticed before, but when R2, like, when the ship starts tilting and R2 slides down, like, the floor, he lands in a big pile of all the droids they've fucking killed. Which is kind of like a Dark. darkly comic, but also kind of highlights how ridiculous these action sequences are, that he just lands in a massive <laughs> pile of the bodies that they've ever seen <laughs> be cutting down. <laughs> and it's, I do find it funny that, you know, George Lucas has imbued these droids with life and sentience yes, um, and personality things that they say in all the movies yeah, yeah. um it, and so it lends a very weird juxtaposition to then just mow them all down yeah to funny sound effects <laughs> <laughs> oh droids oh sentient droids <laughs> christopher lee can even deliver george lucas dialogue <laughs> doesn't matter what line you give that man what was it again twice the pride double the four exactly the one fuck me <laughs> Oh, oh, listeners at home. Look at that. It's a juicy look moment. Look at that Sarah Mans on that. Sarah Manhandle me, more like. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Hashtag not all Sarah Mans. <laughs> but Man. most Sarah Mans, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> most Sarah Men would. Just stay away. Hashtag most Sarah Men, actually. Stay away from... It's better to stay away. Every so often one will be nice, St- you know, but it's not worth it. Well, Sarah boys will be Sarah boys, Paul. <laughs> oh, idiot. I do like kind of Palpatine's plan with Anakin because what he's done is he's made Anakin the favorite. He's made him like the Mm -hmm. favorite. And now he knows that the Jedi and even Padme are going to come to him looking to try and get favors and therefore continue to feed into his narrative that everybody's trying to manipulate him. It's quite a subtle little piece of uh, little piece of chess play in there. He's moved yeah. his pawn over into the conservatory. and uh, Which is where you should keep it we, and you've got kids around. Kids <laughs> <laughs> hate conservatories. They're not going to find your pawns in there. He, no, but he's got a bishop in the library, and he's bought Park Avenue, and he's 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 pretty soon he's he's gonna have um checkers he's got the farmer card or something <laughs> jenga vaguely remember katan <laughs> good pull the sound design of whatever it is when palpatine and anakin are having their chat about the jedi council mm. there's something just going Whoa. yeah <laughs> oh what in the opera well, in the sort of weird bubble that was, opera. Uh, yeah, yeah, bubble opera. That's what that was. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they were hanging out in the generator room. There is some good um, John Williams throat singing bits, which I quite appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, I love those bits. Oh, I like Obi-Wan kicking Grievous and then screaming because it was the leg was really hard and he's just hurt his leg by <laughs> kicking him. <laughs> because it's probably the first time in any of these movies where I felt like someone got hurt during a fight. Yeah. That little comic relief moment is the most expression, concern, and humanity I have seen in any of the prequel fights. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> I think actually... Even Qui-Gon getting stabbed actually... through the stomach didn't quite ring as true. <laughs> That's when Obi-Wan no, just goes, it... Oh, fucking hell! <laughs> yeah, no! <laughs> Twat! I it's... fucked it! There, there were one or two moments in this movie, actually from Ewan McGregor that made me that were not only the first time that anybody emoted but the first time that Ewan McGregor <laughs> just looked like he gave a shit in the entire six hours of, of cinema there because you have all those things where they're going they're crashing up and down on a lift and he should be going not down R2 up but he's going not down R2 up yeah you know and yeah you think of Luke and the trash compactor yeah, just, yeah R2 just... Jesus no R2 help us <laughs> yeah. no yeah he... Oh god, exactly. no! Please don't let me die in a fucking joke! <laughs> no! 
<laughs> Not down R2. Yeah. And, but, and, and the thing is, when these lines that Ewan McGregor delivers later in the movie, they're kind of, it's hard to believe or see where he's coming from because of all, you know, everything beforehand. But yeah. his line, my loyalties to the Republic, to democracy. I just <laughs> love the delivery of, to democracy. Um, it's like, to democracy. Emotion there. Do you know what I mean? Ugh. Do you oh. democracy what I mean? <laughs> you're like, no master you know what i wasn't <laughs> absolutely it. i wasn't absolutely sold sold on the jedi being evil but now i am Prophecy. actually gonna you know what you know what i feel like dealing in don't say it no 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 you know what i'm gonna deal in <laughs> and then they kill each other <laughs> i like after now where does this fall it's been a week since i watched this movie now so give me a moment it's just after everything's gone to shit i think okay anakin has told mace windu he's told samuel jackson that the emperor's evil he's got to go that the really sinister man is evil and he's got to go do something about it and he's like oh me <laughs> and he's like ah <laughs> puppies he's like all right kittens. <laughs> i love them and he's like okay i'll um <laughs> delicious no 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 <laughs> <laughs> what what did I say? Again? Oh, can't take me anywhere. I have the same PR people as Donald Trump. So <laughs> why is it working for me? <laughs> so <laughs> grab him by the pussy. The Mace Windu goes <laughs> off and he's like, Oh Anakin, I'll go I'll go sort out um uh, the Emperor. You best lay low somewhere. Just go home, you know, you've had a you've had a shocker. You go home and I'll, and we'll deal with it. And um maybe some of the Jedi subordinates are like, Maybe you should keep an eye on him. No, no, he's I trust Anakin Skywalker. It's just I got a good feeling about all of this, so he's gonna off he goes. Yeah, and so it gives Anakin a moment to go home and like look poignantly out of a window. I think, but mm-hmm. no, Padme I think is also looking poignantly out of a window. They might both be at home, just not aware of each other, staring pointedly out of opposite. I remember windows. the scene because I was wondering the same thing. Are they both staring out the window? <laughs> is one of them staring at the other one? It's love, young love. I think generally it's articulating the idea that they're communicating silently, which is fantastic because, you know, it means you're not hearing any of the dialogue. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, 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 it's, it was a good moment, good music, fairly quiet moment, and really made mm. use of the sort of intimidating size of Coruscant. The sort mm. of, because there's, you never get a sense of this as being a place and just, oh, it, was, no. it, was a, it was a Blade Runnery introspective moment, and I liked it. I thought General Grievous's guards were kind of cool. Um, okay. Very, not, not amazingly realized but they had the same sort mm. of um the ones who could have they their felt heads like cut off. yeah they felt like snoke's guards mm, the you know the guards. red guards yeah, yeah um similar cool. sort of thing uh kind of robust the the <laughs> the lances the you know the, like the laser lances it was yeah very chunky threatening looking villains and you know of course jedis are invincible so that was yeah. nothing but um yeah yeah it slows them down a bit although it's weird in the control room they cut off one of their heads and he you know continues fighting it's like oh shit and then later on after he brings down the big uh, skylight and crushes a few of them one of them's got his foot trapped underneath a bit of thing Mm. but nevertheless everyone still cuts his fucking head off and that kills him maybe it got Mm. the achilles heel achilles neck gotta get the achilles heel and cut his head off oh yeah okay (laughs) in that order both of those bits Otherwise it resets. Yeah, don't. <laughs> you cut his head off and then you're just stabbing at the heel. No, no. Uh, Schoolboy. I don't get the effect here. Um, okay, so during the execution of Order 666, <laughs> um, the battle on the snowy bridge mm. and the plant world were quite cool levels to be played. If this were a video game, I'd like the snowy bridge bit and the <laughs> massive glowing yeah, plant okay. bit. Yeah. They're quite okay, cool. Nice one. There was a scene in a ship that looked like an actual set. Fuck off. I... 
Where? I don't know what to tell you, man. time code. <laughs> Between minute one and minute 145. Um, but it, it looked like actual walls. I felt like if one of them was to turn around the wrong way, they'd walk through it. Nice. Yeah. That's amazing. That's how you make a film. The Senate building, where, not Count Dooku, where fucking the Emperor is um, doing all his evil scheming. Yep. It looks like a, a sort of giant mushroom, you know, mm. kind of a giant dome just kind of suspended on a big pillar. And yeah, it's very ominous looking. I like it. It's very. a good bit of design. Cool. I imagine it must have been in the previous two, but this is the first time I noticed him. But yeah, I assume that's what he was going for from his audience. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite good. Okay, this is how I want them to react. See if mm. you can see if we can go for that. <laughs> sure. How about when... this? No, no, no. Too much. Too much. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. No need to get out of control. You're fired. Keep your hats on, Trooper. Um, At home, because you're fired. <laughs> when Obi-Wan goes to fight Grievous, he uh, holds the saber over his head, pointing it towards his enemy, like no Jedi has ever done before. <laughs> Two fingers. Well, it's just like George Lucas, it doesn't seem to trouble him then. I'm just, just saying. Mm. Um, <laughs> He's got his hair over his face. Two fingers sort of pointing towards the enemy as well. Uh, look, like You and McGregor look cool there. You and McGregor can look very cool. This is interesting because one of your favorite moments from uh, the second one, Attack of the Clones, involved mm. you and McGregor having his hair like in front of his face. And I think to quote you, he doesn't have his hair slicked back like a loser. <laughs> <laughs> so I like, <laughs> I like that oh. for you. As soon as McGregor gets a bit of hair in his face, Oof, yeah, it's just party does time. It. It's party it time, just, guys. It's like an on switch for him. He just becomes a completely different man. <laughs> the sluice like, yes. is open. <laughs> Enter. Okay, the little kid who, when Anakin shows up, you know, says, Master Skywalker, whatever, and somehow moves his mouth around an impressive amount. I'm not going to give like shit to this kid, you know. He's a little kid. Yeah. He's a little kid, you know, he's doing his mm. best. Good for him. Uh, actually, something I liked about him is that um, when Anakin turns the lightsaber on, he just looks like he has no idea what the fuck is going on. He just has a look on him of like, It's pretty dark. And he's like holding his lightsaber as if. Do I do I use this? And yeah, it was a really sad and kind of striking moment. Like, no one's kid, no one's gonna walk you through this bit. Ah, uh, that's pretty dark. Yeah. This bit you're gonna have to just figure out for yourself. Getting killed by Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be pretty easy. <laughs> you did great. <laughs> did great, kid. Pat, pat. <laughs> the patting the remains. Stop. Stop. Uh, <laughs> I got three things left. I'm going to give you two together. Um, yeah. A couple of line deliveries that I liked. Mm. Um, the delivery of "You're breaking my heart" by uh, Padme it was a, g- a good delivery. Okay. Anakin, uh, you're breaking my heart. Celebrated actor Natalie Portman. Everyone, <laughs> given a line that wasn't about how much she loves Anakin Skywalker, <laughs> yeah. and also when. During that final fight, which everybody remembers is the best thing that Star Wars uh. has ever done. When Ewan McGregor does another emotive line of, you are the chosen one. And mm. then Anakin just goes, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Like, He's no fucking, no control. Time. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it was bef- before, just the before the fire. Just before the fire. So just, it was pre-fire. Be- after, it was before the fall. After both his legs and an arm has been cut off in a single. <laughs> <laughs> in that split second. <laughs> Yeah, Anakin's had his arm and legs cut off, and he's now just like sliding down towards the lie at uh, the uh, fire. Oh yeah, I think and that's you're right, when Obi Wan decides to lay into him. You were the chosen one. You were meant to bring order yeah. to the Force, not darkness. You fucking idiot. You plonker. In many ways, I re- I really want this to be clear. This is your fault. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like Qui Gon is going to see it that way when I tell it to him later. Apparently, in between the two films, when we what? have a chat. <laughs> oh okay, yeah. In those, two, I thought you meant between. Revenge of the Sith <laughs> and A New Hope. And I thought, now, 
what bit of Star Wars lore have I not been previously? <laughs> it actually happens in Rogue One. Um, okay, my <laughs> um, last non, you know, special thing is the sunset. That gorgeous Star Wars sunset that Luke mm. stared into and that Joel Edgerton <laughs> stares into, <laughs> desperately contemplating how he's going to fucking do, handle any of this. Yeah, it's still a beautiful sight, that sunset, and it's a good place to end the prequel trilogy. Yeah. One moment of calm. Yeah. Shame, I've got one more good thing. Yeah, sure. um, <laughs> and I've got another one after that. So, oh sweet, okay, Fuck well, Fuck dramatic structure. Who are we, George Lucas? Coda. Um, <laughs> well, long after the Epilogue. ridiculous Vader, no. Um, we finally uh, get an, we finally get this moment. It's actually just before the um, Joel Edgerton bit. Um, Palpatine <laughs> is just standing in whatever the fuck the spaceship's called in this one. Um, uh, I think it's a star destroyer at that stage. Cool. And Darth Vader, <laughs> in in full Vader form, he comes mm. comes out and is in his helmet did you have my vader form ironed i really wish you wouldn't call it that <laughs> got a long way to go <laughs> eat this kitten would you like any of this kitten um yeah we're gonna have to have a chat about that before the next <laughs> senate meeting <laughs> but he um he walks up to the, the window like the viewing pane and looks side by side with the emperor at the death star mm. being built and it's played out no dialogue yeah and it's not needed it's just these this vader resigning himself next to palpatine a lot of our favorite moments are the ones without dialogue yeah it's beautiful <laughs> it's a really good effective moment actually well there's one last thing that we've not mentioned about this he's been in the background for two movies now he's been just lurking around having a couple of lines mm. but here he goes all in we are of course talking about ian mcdermott's performance as the Emperor of Star Wars, ladies and gentlemen. Which was very surprising. He could have gone either way for a couple of films there. But he can't be Darth... Emperor Palpatine. Look at him. <laughs> Darth Sidious, Senator Palpatine. What the fuck was this? Still no idea whether or not it was meant to be a twist. That um, he was the evil lord after all. I can only could... assume we were meant to know the whole time. Y- you'd have to hope. Because it's Ian McFucking Dermot. <laughs> and obviously, yeah. Um... Oh, he's the villain. Have you seen any other Star Wars films? No, but he's the villain. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. I've never seen what a film before in my life, and he's the villain. <laughs> they don't even speak English. Yeah. I don't know. Aristotelian <laughs> stroke. I had no idea. What is a film? What a villain. No. He's that. I don't even speak English. Il est vilain. <laughs> he's, he, he, he's really turned up to 11 in this one. Um, and George Lucas really just relinquished his role as director, I think, when, mm. le- when letting this happen. Just before I got on the call with you, I was watching a... Um, an interview with Werner Herzog in which he talked about working with Nicolas Cage mm. um, in Bad Lieutenant. And apparently Nicolas Cage came up to Werner Herzog and asked him why the Bad Lieutenant is the way he is. Is it because of the drugs? Is it because of Hurricane Katrina? Is it because mm. of some sort of nihilism, whatever? And Herzog just replied, there is there is such a thing as the bliss of evil. And I feel like <laughs> that's what Ian McDermott The yeah. bliss of evil. And I feel like that's what Ian McDermott is feeling here. He is feeling the sheer beautiful bliss of just being the worst guy in the galaxy. <laughs> That's very true. Lucas and Diamid threw the fucking rule book in the in the pig yeah. anus for this because th- th- this is just it's a sight to behold. It's a volcano of it performance. Is. It's joyful and especially we've got to talk about unlimited power. <laughs> Which is what he is rocking in this performance. <laughs> Which is what he has in this performance. Is what <laughs> emanates from him, and it's what we can all take away from it. Because yeah, what a line, 
And what I didn't appreciate is um, he says it twice. <laughs> yeah, that's it. This is what he does. He's so um, nice. He does his no, no, no thing. Mm. You will die. And then after Anakin cuts off the arm, there's a minute, just a beat. And then he goes, power! <laughs> Unlimited power! Mm-hmm. And I didn't, because the lightning snaps on almost straight yeah. away, it's very easy to miss that first power. <laughs> but it's great. Oh, power, conditional, unlimited power. <laughs> How was that written in the script? With a semicolon? <laughs> power, yeah. <laughs> and he said, well, just, just do with that what you will, Ian. I trust you. <laughs> I always improvised. Uh, fucking hell. And that, that scene, you know, with the prosthetics, which is just the most ridiculous thing. Oh, God, I it mean, looks funny. For a start, we just didn't need to have that happen. We didn't need to have his face Paul... ex- like accelerated to gross. When he has got the prosthetics on and his little orange eyes, and I don't know how it turned his eyes orange, and he's just, um, yeah. you know, sat in his little chair, a new power is rising, and he shall have peace. <laughs> Chilling. It's brilliant. Didn't need to melt his face like a pizza. But I'm glad they did because... Didn't need to turn him into Pizza the Hut. (laughs) But I'm glad they did because it was wonderful. So is Ian McDermott. And that, I think you'll find, is how you quickfire. Tell us about that OG team. 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 (laughs) I have a couple of things from the OG Firstly, Bloatbusters podcast, a Bloatbusters podcast, I think, uh, said, I remember the Grievous fight being cool. And... No, that's it. Yeah, that's okay. It had, mo- it had moments, he says diplomatically. I like the... Sp- <laughs> says placatingly. I like the spinning lightsaber bit at the beginning. That was kind of cool. But then he... Yeah, he slows down so he can have an actual fight. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Look, the, 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 the spinning fair. lightsaber thing to me just smacked of toy to toy. Buy the toy now. <laughs> um, Janelle says the commitment uh-huh. of Vader's suit makers to ensure he's got his cape on prior to him breaking free of the operating table. <laughs> They had to lay the cape down. <laughs> it's just wonderful when you roll him up and you go, what did they put his cape on already? They rolled him into it like a fucking um, wrap. Yeah. <laughs> they had it all rolled out. They just slung him down a pit and he rolled into his suit. <laughs> it's amazing how he put all that together. <laughs> okay. Chris Hattaway. Chris mm. Hattaway. And said, when it was released, I was traveling in Southeast Asia. I watched a dodgy copy of it in a bar in Cambodia, and it had the best subtitles. So, so wrong. I.e. General Previous. (laughs) (laughs) And and whenever someone said Jedi Knight, the sub said Cheddar Knight. It actually made the film enjoyable. That actually does sound pretty good. (laughs) It does sound pretty good. It sounds like my hottie and the naughty experience. My Malikian hottie and the naughty. (laughs) The hottie and the faith. And then finally, on a very positive note, a podcast about something, hashtag Star Wars, said one, the battle on Mustafar, two, the battle with General Grievous, three, Grievous's motorcycle thing, four, Obi-Wan's lizard thing, five, unlimited power, six, Yoda versus Palpatine, seven, thundering applause, eight, Sidious's well-thought-out plan all coming together, nine, execute Order 66. I could probably add more, but I ran out of characters. Well, I'm really glad he enjoyed that and that he's got all of those good things. It sounds really positive. Um... Mixed results for me. Some of the action sequences described yes. there just did nothing for me. Yes, the thunderous yeah. applause thing was pretty good. It was amidst one of the most maddening fucking montages of sequences I've ever seen, which included the, mm-hmm. the death of kids and such. So it was a little weird, but it was a good line. Yeah. yeah. The thundering applause is a bit of a clunky yeah. phrase, personally. I liked it. 
<laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. Bloke. Thank you, a podcast about something hashtag Star Wars. <laughs> Let's all look forward to the rise of Pi Walker. I haven't seen it. Nah. I don't know. I don't know Star Wars. I'm uh, more of a pog man. <laughs> it's the only two things you had in the 90s. <laughs> what about Star Wars um, pogs? What? <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Talk to me and my family. Support. <laughs> Assuming that's the end of uh, the OG team. Oh, it is. Thanks, OG team. We are now done with the Star Wars prequel trilogy. Yeah. How are you going to feel moving forward when they come up casually in conversation, as they often do? Has this endeavour changed your view of them at all? Yeah, I mean, I can say with authority that they're all shit, and um, <laughs> the Re- Revenge of the Sith isn't the best isn't the best of the prequel trilogy either. Mm. I, it, it's also made me take a step back and go, mm, maybe every film I liked when I was 15 was garbage. <laughs> um, so now I'm yeah. starting a separate podcast <laughs> where I watch all of those. <laughs> Called Who the Fuck Am I? <laughs> <laughs> just tear it Starring all down. Jackie Chan. <laughs> Starring violence Jackie Chan. Even more violent Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess for me it comes down to all the things that bothered me about it still bother me about it. The, the lack of character, the really, really gaudy and unpleasant aesthetic to the whole thing that's just too smooth, too gritless, and too soulless. Yeah. And I guess <laughs> overall, I kind of like the shape of it. I like the idea of Anakin's sort of descent into darkness and the rise to power of the um of the emperor and such but it's just too messy and again we said it yeah. in the previous one a story like this needs to needs to be told in sort of moment to moment impressive moments like twists and turns and there just aren't any in this trilogy and it's what it comes down to is just a series of conversations punctuated by maddening special effects sequences and yeah to be you know to be the opposite of jokey blunt Mm. Um, I think, you know, I can appreciate what George Lucas set out to achieve. Mm. Um, you know, he wanted to tell a sprawling tale of intrigue and mystery. And right. Like the like wondrous Jedi powers and mm. their legacy. It's a, it was a solo venture yeah. and it was folly. I think he didn't find, he didn't find a compelling way to marry that, the spirituality and mm. the science and all the rest of it with the kind of, high-spirited entertaining space adventure hmm. that you know he wanted that star wars kind of has to be as well yeah and, and i think that it's it's given filmmakers and anyone really a series of lessons about mm. how not to approach this kind of thing with regards yeah. to cgi with regards to going it alone when you know that Oh, yeah. Certain things aren't your strong suits. Yeah, good um, self-awareness is important, you know. Yeah. Obviously, the Kubricks and the Tarkovskys need to be just left to their own devices, but I think we need to recognise that most of us aren't Kubrick or Tarkovsky, and that yeah. criticism can actually be a good thing. Yeah. Maybe the one good thing. No. Oh. How about a one better thing? The one better thing. In terms of bringing a trilogy to a conclusion, a prequel trilogy to a conclusion, a sci-fi trilogy to a conclusion, a rise to power movie to a conclusion, how about War for the Planet of the Apes? Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, 2017 movie, if I remember correctly, and a very bloody good one. Um, it concludes the sort of cycle of prequel movies starring Caesar, Andy Serkis as mm-hmm. Caesar, uh, the monkey, and it's a prequel series to the Planet of the Apes uh, movies, kind of. It feels like it's eventually going to culminate and you know conclude with the first planet of the apes film but it's just telling this irrespective of that you don't need to have seen it to enjoy these movies it's just this grand epic 
about. I have never seen the original Planet of the Apes. Well, there you go. And yet, and uh, you see all these other I movies. Tell yeah, it's great. I knew they were monkeys. <laughs> knew they were monkeys. I didn't need anyone to establish what a monkey was. I didn't need three movies to explain what a monkey was, everyone. But yeah, just I mean, the first one, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, is um, easily the weakest of the three, and I think actually they just get stronger because by the time you get to the third one, it's just this marvelous kind of David Lean war epic style thing, mm. this journey in which Caesar's um family, almost his entire family, have been murdered by Woody Harrelson, who is the, himself this incredibly playing himself. He's <laughs> playing himself. Is this very hurt and wounded guy? who has a grudge to bear against um, the sort of apes and really against the whole world that has changed beyond his ability to function in. And it's just this kind of story of two kind of self-destructive guys kind of going at it. Mm -hmm. And it's got, you know, echoes of Apocalypse Now and um, Bridge Over the River Kwai and great prison movies as well and fantastic soundtrack by Michael Giacchino and brilliant performances throughout and yeah there's a little girl in it who's really cute so oh. you should watch it it's great okay well we could go for a film in a sequence made long after the original series by the same director that not only kept to the spirit but brought something new and modern in george miller's mad max fury road or we could go for something that was taken on by a new director respectful to the original material and furthered our understanding of the world whilst bringing a new story new characters and new observations uh, and that would be Denis Villeneuve's Blade Runner 2049 oh yeah definitely I think fi- finally now making it the last segment in which I can bring up this movie for OG team uh, for one good thing <laughs> until but, we God do our it, one on best performances by the chick out of Knives Out and Knock Knock <laughs> yeah uh, we'll find we will create new segments for, for this movie because <laughs> it, it, it really is fantastic um, Denis Villeneuve I just cannot wait for Dune oh man what a man. treat that's gonna be just the care and attention that he gives everything that he works on and mm. just just elevating everything beyond its the original source material i think um mm. it does it does this masterfully in blade runner 2049 you know on top of that we've yeah. been through it before fantastic characters incredible soundtrack by is it johan johansson yes it's johan johansson oh uh, no sorry it's hans zimmer is it no, yes, it's Hans Zimmer. Johan Johansson started work and then was dismissed. That's it. For Or left the project for reasons unknown. And yeah. then Hans Zimmer took over. But there's definite echoes of the, yeah. of Johansson in there. It's a, it's a merge of the two. And it's, I find it difficult mm. to, to tell which one it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, said it so many Certain times tracks before. are very Zimmery, though. Yeah. Like, um, The Wall, I think, is what it's called. At the very, yeah. Sea Wall is what it's called. That's very, that's Zimmery Dickery Dark. Yeah, what a film. <laughs> what a film. That was the one better thing. The one better thing. Oh, God. I think you better tell people how they can find out more about the polls. Well, if you've got the energy left in you after that ravaging, <laughs> you can do so. OGT pod at Twitter, Facebook. Clean, your, OGT pod clean yourself up, love. Clean yourself up, love love and dude. And, um, <laughs> and pets. Wipe that off your chin. And then, um, oh, God. You wipe that good film criticism off your chin, Paul. <laughs> filthy mind. Anyway, sorry about that, listeners at home, for that d- disgusting interruption. <laughs> It's a family podcast. By the savage host of One Good Thing. <laughs> yeah. Wipe that film criticism off your chins and then come and um, tell us about it at Facebook OGT Pod, Twitter OGT Pod, OGT Pod at gmail.com. Tell a friend about it, about about the savage Paul Goodman uh, and the even savager Paul Salt. I meant to say Paul Salt first time around, but wasn't concentrating for a second there. Um, keeping, keeping it all We're in. so good like, at I'm, this. I'm already, I've, I've clocked off. I'm phoning it in. I don't care I'm not getting paid for this. Um, but if you want to pay us for it, if you want to, hey, find a way. I mean, we haven't. <laughs> Do it for us. <laughs> Post us money. Too lazy to set up a Patreon. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well. Post us money. 
send it to George Lucas at uh, at Hollywood.StarWars. Only coins, though. I'm Paul Proxy Server. I'm... <laughs> that was left field. So left. <laughs> I'm, I'm Paul left field. <laughs> Remember. <laughs> I'm Paul Wigfield. And remember the one good thing about Revenge of the Sith and the prequel trilogy in general is that an old man got to act really fucking creepy in front of camera as well. (laughs) 